Welcome to the Mortcast, brought to you by Blake Street Tavern, the Big House on Blake, and DraftKings Sportsbook, your official sports betting partner of the NFL. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th, and Blake and Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Now's a good time to go to bfwdenver.com and pick yourself some of that, uh, that Zinfandel that was finished in whiskey barrels, uh, as I've been saying from these last several ad reads is that um, that's a really, really good uh, varietal. I, I highly, highly recommend it. It's a little stronger than most wines. Most wines has 13, have 13% roughly alcohol by volume. Um, this is more than that because they are finished in whiskey barrels. Keep that in mind. Um, and so, but it is, so it is a little stronger, but they also got, you know, if you're not into that, they got their 2017 Cabernet, which is amazing. And they also got the, uh, uh, Blake Street Blend. But if you're not into reds, they got whites, they got, uh, partnerships with Western Slope wineries. If you want to go into the dairy block and enjoy yourself a night out, um, be sure and make sure you're vaccinated or wear a mask as there is a mask mandate in there in Denver, Colorado. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They are always online at bfwdenver.com where you can pick yourself up a bottle. Or there you can go to Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Okay, um, tragedy struck the Denver sports family uh, last night as it was uh, revealed that Demarius Thomas, former receiver of the Denver Broncos, uh, died in George, his home in Georgia. Um, we do not know... The exact circumstances of his death, we all we know is that he'd been having health issues, and this was a medical incident um, that caused him to die, and it is an extremely tragic thing, not only for losing a football player, but primarily because Demarius Thomas was a decent human being, a wonderful human being, and what you will see consistently through the people who have talked and spoken to Demarius Thomas, be they a fan, media member, or fellow teammate, is that the guy was just a good dude. And it is ultimately tragic that no one should die at 33 that young. But they it, it hurts extra extra when it's someone who was just an all-around classy, classy, extremely decent human being like Demarius Thomas. Coming from a very, the struggle was real coming from his upbringing with his mom being in jail. Um, The guy had to overcome so much to make it to where he was in the NFL. You know, I remember when he was drafted, and it was the Josh McDaniel second year in the league, and say what you want about Josh McDaniels, but he did pick a couple players um, that ended up making big impact for the Denver Broncos. Uh, Decker, Eric Decker, and Demarius Thomas, both in 2010. And both of those guys really made an impact, but particularly, particularly uh, Demarius Thomas, 
who ended up being paired with Emmanuel Sanders in 2015 for that Broncos Super Bowl run. But more than that, Demarius was a guy who put his stamp on just being decent. Um, And I think that goes a long, long way towards cementing him as one of the greats in Denver sports history. Um, Everyone who had met Demarius Thomas was impacted positively by him. And that that is a rare. Um, I can't say that. I don't know if most people can say that they have had a uh, positive impact on basically everyone they've met. But Demarius Thomas could definitely, definitely say that. Uh, he's one of a kind. Um, and you're thinking back at some of his best moments, you know, it is it is... He was also drafted the same year as Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's... Uh, place in Denver sports history cemented by the almost surreal um, run that the Broncos made after Tebow became the starting quarterback in the fifth game of the 2011 season. Um, there wasn't a lot of great passes thrown, and I think the uh, I think there was a Belichickian game against Kansas City where the Broncos won. Um, simply by throwing the ball three times. And one of them was a touchdown to Eric Decker. Um, and the rest of it was just Tebow running. Uh, but, the, the, but regardless, uh, the signature moment of Demarius, Tom, Demarius Thomas's time in Denver came pre-Peyton Manning. It was the year before when the Broncos won that tra- playoff game against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's the Gotham game. And Phil, thank Phil Sims for that. Um, there was Tebow hitting that eighty-yard pass up the middle against against the, the Steelers was just a moment of sublime, surreal euphoria. I can't adequately describe to people, as someone who has been a Broncos fan for almost his entire life. Uh, how surreal that moment. You've never seen anything like that season with the Broncos. It was weird. There was You couldn't have a rhyme or reason to it. It was 10 years ago. Um, and a big part of that was, and the biggest moment came from Demarius Thomas, who uh, basically ran away from Mike Taylor and gave the Broncos, the right at the year after the NFL changed rules, uh, to for the different overtime where if you score a touchdown, the game is over, uh, if you're the team that gets the ball first. And first play, boom, boom. 80 yards later, Demarius Thomas runs into the tunnel at uh, what was then known as Invesco Field. And just, it, it is, it is, everyone in Denver should look back at that moment fondly. But more than that, look back at the time Demarius Thomas spent in Denver and understand that it was special. He was special. And he was special because the guy was just a decent human being. Yeah, we can all look back at the, the one-handed catches and the, and the connection he had with Peyton Manning when he got here in 2012. You know, everyone remembers the, Nugget, the, the, the Broncos played the Steelers again first game of the of the season on Sunday night football and it was a so I think it was another 80 yard out pass to uh to Demaris Thomas that really broke the game open and 
signaled the beginning of the Manning era in 2012, you know? Um, the, the, the guy is linked to so many amazing parts of the Denver Bronco legacy that it's, it's just really, really amazing to behold. And I think we all, as, as people who are Denver sports fans, can look back at the time, Demarius Thomas, who gave so much to the community and gave so much to children. I mean, everyone you see who has posted memories about Demarius Thomas has said the same thing. He was great with kids. And I think some of that had to do with the fact that he had to overcome so much in his upbringing. Was such a great personality, and he just connected with him. I mean, Tyler Palumbus's uh, kid uh, was—he posted some pictures of that, and it was just heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking, just how how well Demarius Thomas connected with uh, children and was able to give so much back. Yeah, we Demarius got a lot of crap for dropping dropping passes and. Um, and, uh, you know, he acknowledged that at times, that his relationship with the fans of Denver wasn't on the greatest of grounds at times, but you know what, that doesn't take away him as a human being, being such a, just a wonderful, wonderful person, and the biggest loss, the biggest loss in this whole thing is the people, is people who, his loved ones, but the people who he interacted with, because losing a, 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 fundamentally amazing person it leaves a bigger hole than we can replace it with and that is the tragedy of losing Demarius Thomas is that we as human beings lost someone who just treated you with respect and we need more people like that nowadays with the way, the way the entire earth is. You need Demarius Thomases out there, and we've lost that today. So and when everyone talks about Demarius and when they think about Demarius, and just think about him, think about the human being, and think about what it is a loss for everyone around that they don't have him in their lives. All right, before I get started with the rest of the podcast, I'd like to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook, your official sports betting partner of the NFL. Football fans, I'm sure we all love action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a, once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Uh, that's a really good way for you to uh, diversify and really make more money for the bang for your buck, basically. Uh, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to bet just $1 on any team and... To, and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, before I finish out the podcast, and I, you know, hate hate doing hate doing ad reads for 
something when you you have to talk about a somber subject like that and um needs must um but the the denver bronco the denver nuggets um are in coming to the conclusion of their road trip um and i want to emphasize something again this is all about survival and the nuggets are locked into a win loss win loss win loss uh thing which is not bad um i think people need to have some perspective and the the denver nuggets being in a win loss thing is not at this point considering their schedule and what they've just had to endure with this seven game road trip is not a bad thing and uh, against the Spurs last night, the Nuggets looked very tired. They looked very uh, worn down. They looked very end of road trip. And it was a second night of a back-to-back. And quite frankly, it was a scheduled loss. And I think we need to look at that and say, all right, the Nuggets can regroup and have their legs under them after some rest in San Antonio. And thank God they're in San Antonio and not like New York or uh, L.A. or something like that. Um they they'll have an opportunity to maybe you know relax, eat some good food, and then hit the ground running with the uh, following game on uh, Saturday, and then they're back home for two games, and then they leave again. So once again, this this December of survival is it's it's ongoing, and hopefully the Nuggets can just kind of survive. They can just get by their time. Uh, next week, I'll have a special podcast with uh, my buddy, uh, with a buddy of mine, and we're going to talk about uh, December 15th, what it means. Uh, December 15th is the day Jokic was installed as the starting center, December 15th, 2016. Um, also, December 15th was the Denver Stiffs nickname for Danilo Gallinari. Uh, back in 2012 and 13, uh, or maybe just the 11-12 season, I think. Yeah, maybe that. Um, but uh, that is an inside joke that I'm sure some Denver Stiffs denizens can fill you in on, but that's, uh, that's an inside joke. But yes, uh, December 15th is the day that people who've signed contracts in the offseason, not extensions, okay, this excludes Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, so remove them from your trade scenarios. I know you all are feverishly going to the ESPN trade machine to to, <laughs> to find some sort of help the Nuggets can get. Uh, but December 15th is the day that people who signed contracts in the offseason can be traded. So Jeff Green, uh, you know, Jamichael Green could be traded. Um, you know, it is, it, it, that is the thing. So that's a, really what... Um, uh, if you rumors are to be believed, that's what Daryl Morey was waiting on was uh, uh, December 15th in order to move, to increase his uh, haul with moving Ben Simmons. I don't think he'll reach what he wants, but whatever. So uh, December 15th, next uh, Wednesday, look for a special podcast with me and my, uh, a frequent guest on this uh, podcast. And he and I are going to talk about that and all things Nuggets. Next week, I uh, hope you all look forward to that. Um, so, in the meantime, just coming back to Demarius Thomas, keep keep his family, keep his 
the people he, his teammates, and uh, everyone who interacted with him on a consistent basis. Keep, keep him in their, your, them in your thoughts too. Um, the impact of losing Demaris Thomas is is pretty significant for people who who he drifted through in their lives, and they are all just beyond beyond consolation right now because he was legitimately that good a person and we need to acknowledge and celebrate more good people out there decent human beings are sometimes hard to come by particularly in this age of social media and when people get the worst people get noticed and Maris Thomas was one of the one of the good ones Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I will be back soon with another episode. Goodbye.